welcome to episode 17 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so happy you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling everything, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to hear all kinds of ways to make life calmer, more organized, and even a little bit more balanced. Today, we are going to talk about what the most successful working moms believe about their role, what they're thinking on the inside. This is really, really an important episode because although it feels like we're doing a juggling game, it's actually more like a mind game. It's because when you feel guilty and burdened, you just do not have as much energy or as much enthusiasm to give to your roles. You feel like you're dragging, nothing feels like it's in flow, but when you feel like you're doing exactly what you should be doing and everything is as it should be, even in its crazy whatever state, you have more vibrancy, you have a fresh energy that impacts every single thing that you do. So today, we're going to focus on these beliefs that the successful working moms think about every single day, what they believe is true, because when you hear that and you believe it too, you're not going to feel guilty. That's really my goal of this podcast. And we're not even talking a lot about guilt throughout this episode. We're going to focus on the positive thoughts, the thoughts that will get you into that good place, not the guilty feeling bad place. Today's episode was actually inspired by a friend of mine. This friend just went back to work again. She hasn't had paid employment since before she had kids, and it's been over 10 years. She has the most amazing hours. Her hours are between 8.45 and 11.45, so her kids aren't even affected during the day because she drops them off in the morning and she's there to pick them up. But what I got from her, even though she has this amazing schedule, one that I would absolutely adore having, is that she has a lot of guilt. Even though she's at work while her kids are at school, her kids are upset that she's working. Sometimes my friend needs to prepare in the evenings. She's actually a teacher. She teaches special education. And her daughter isn't used to her mom having commitments. And it's been a little stressful for her. Actually, it's been a lot stressful for her. And when she told me this, here's what I told her. I said to her, it's okay for you to work. And it's also okay for your daughter to be upset. Both are perfectly normal. Because I can understand the feeling of a mom feeling guilty, right? I get it. I get that the mom has not worked outside the home in 10 years. She's going back to the office. If her kids get sick, she's not going to be able to necessarily run to the school and pick them up. She also has another focus. Her focus isn't just on her family anymore. Now she's focused on all these other kids on her job, on doing well. So I understand that the mother feels guilty, and I also understand that it's hard for her daughter. And I understand both. And you know what? 
both are totally okay and they're healthy and they're normal, especially because this is something that's so new. But as time goes on, they're going to adjust and they're going to find their way and they're going to get used to it and develop new norms. And today I want to talk about what the most successful working moms believe. Our beliefs are actually the most important part of balancing this working mom, this juggling everything. Because what we think, of course, it affects how we feel, which affects what we do and our result. We can't ignore our thoughts, right? We can't ignore those guilty feelings because they drive everything. And I was thinking about my wonderful friend, and I was thinking about the beauty that she's doing, what she's bringing into the world. She's adding money into her family. She's showing her daughter an example of how a mom can help others. But if she keeps feeling guilty, how balanced do you think she's going to continue to be? If she labels herself as a bad mother, how long do you think she's going to keep working? And even if she does keep working, will she enjoy it? Will it bring her this positive energy, this state of flow that we're all looking for? And also, will these special children that she's teaching, will they get the best her? So my friend is an example that I used to inspire this episode. But you know what? We all have a little bit of my friend in us, right? We all have this guilt. To some extent, we all do or have done what she's doing, right? We feel guilty. We feel like maybe we shouldn't be doing this role. Do you sometimes also have a bad attitude about your different roles? And maybe this attitude makes it so you don't enjoy your roles? Let's go the opposite way. Instead of focusing on guilt and talking about that, Let's focus on some other beliefs that working moms have so we can talk about a new way of thinking, a new way of embracing our lives and all of our roles, loving all of our roles because they're all so beautiful and important. And if you embrace them and love each part of you, life for you is going to be so much better. If you love, let's say my friend is a special ed teacher You love your role as a teacher. You love your role as a mom. You love your role as a wife. How will you feel? Dare I say a little balanced? I think so. We're going to start with the belief that I feel is the core belief for all working moms. And this belief is that it's good for your kids if you work. That is a secret that most successful working moms believe. They really do. They feel like it is good for your kids if you're working outside the home, that you're actually doing something great for them. I know a few of you right now are like, huh, what are you talking about? And I am not talking about the mommy wars. We are not going there, my friend. I am not talking about, is it better for your kid if you're home? Is it better if you're working? I am not touching that one with a 10-foot pole because that's really not the point of this podcast. We're not talking about, is a stay-at-home mom better or is a working mom better? That will never be discussed on this podcast because there's a lot of judgment in there. 
And as balanced working moms, we try our best not to judge, not to judge ourselves, not to judge others. But what we're talking about is an idea that it's good for your kids if you work outside the home. You don't have to have guilt and bad feelings because you know your kids are actually benefiting from you working. Now, I was really lucky because I learned this one way early on from a seasoned mom. Because when my first child was born, I felt so guilty, words could not express. And I was so lucky to have this woman in my life. And I told her how guilty I felt and how my poor child was going to suffer and, you know, all the things that we say. And I still remember the look she gave me. And she says to me, Rena, that's totally not true. This woman has four kids and she's a generation older than me. So she was working outside the home when most women were not. And she told me that she always felt like it was the best thing in the world that she worked outside the house. And she taught me that it's actually good for my kids if I work outside the home. How does this make any sense? Because we all feel the opposite. We feel like it's really bad for our kids if we work. But my friend, let me actually list the ways on how it's actually really good for our kids. The reasons I'm going to list are true for me and for my family. So as you think of this concept, I want you to think of reasons that work for you and your family, because what works for me may not work for you. And these may not be true for you either. But if you think this way, you're going to think of reasons why you working is actually good for your kids. And the biggest reason why I feel like me working is so good for my kids is because it's allowed me to become a role model for my girls. I absolutely adore that my kids see that it's possible to be a woman who works outside the home and also a really, really good mom. And they'll know that when they're older, they can choose to do whatever works for them. If they want to work outside the home, that's great. If they want to be a stay-at-home mom, that's great. But I love that they'll know that they have the option because they've seen it. They've seen that I could be a working mom and I could still be a good mom. And it makes me so happy that I'm emulating this for my kids. I'm emulating what it means to do a lot and do it as well as you can. And I want to add that, especially because I have girls, to me personally, this is an especially important point because I personally always felt like it was important that I be able to work, that I have my own money. That's why I told you to come up with the ideas for yourself, because this idea really speaks to me on a personal level. Another reason why I feel like it's really, really good for my kids that I work, and they would totally agree. I am literally picturing my kids listening to my podcast when they're older and saying to me, you were so right on this one, mommy. Because the other thing that I love about being a working mom is that it gives me other things to focus on. Because it can be really rough on kids if they are the sole focus of our attention. So anytime we're worried, we think about them and we obsess about them and we have nothing else to think about and we just keep worrying and worrying and worrying about them. My kids hate it when I worry about them. They absolutely hate it. 
So they love that when I'm worried about something, I go to work and I have to forget about it because I have to focus on my job. So to them, I really believe that this is their favorite part of the fact that I'm a working mom, that it takes some of the pressure off of them. So do you see the mind shift work that we're doing here? Instead of viewing your work as the worst possible thing you could ever do for your family, you're shifting your views to see how it's actually good for your family. Your reasons why it's good for your family are going to be unique to you. But when you see your work as benefiting your family instead of being bad for it, you're going to have such an easier time. And again, we're not talking about the mommy wars because everything that you choose to do has pluses and minuses. So what we're doing is we're talking about being a working mom and we're focusing on the positives and the benefits that our children see from us being a working mom. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Seeing the good in our choices, seeing the benefits they give, because every choice has benefits. Everything you do has a good side and a bad side. And we're going to focus on the good side. And it's going to make us feel so good and so content in our roles. Now we're at the favorite part of this podcast because I couldn't wait to talk about this. I think we did this podcast just so I can get in this point because I love this point so much. Words cannot even express. But the second thing that the most successful working moms believe is that your different roles give you a break. So successful working moms see work as a break from their family and family as a break from their work. I'll say that again. Successful working moms see work as a break from their family and family as a break from their work. (laughs) You always know a working mom at the office because she's so excited it's Monday. Everyone else on Monday, they look upset. They look kind of grumpy and half asleep. But a working mom, she's like, oh, thank God I get a break, right? When our family life seems overwhelming, like, will the laundry never end? It can feel like such a relief to go to work and shift gears. I love that work part of me, that work personality where I get to forget about the laundry. I get to forget that I need to make a dinner that probably nobody will eat. And I forget all the things that are difficult about being at home. And at work, I get to feel organized and efficient, and I get to use my brain in a different way. And maybe somebody will even tell me I've done a good job. But work can also be stressful. So as the week progresses and the stress piles on, I then look forward to enjoying my mom role when I get to go home. I get to be a mom. I get to be loving and creative and purposeful. And having these two very, very different roles helps me balance the stress that I have in both roles. And most importantly, it makes me so grateful for both roles. I am so happy I get to be a mom, and I'm so happy I get to work outside the home. And I'm just so grateful for both these because I need a break. I'm a human, and there's only so much mommy, mommy, mommy I can take before I snap. And at work, the work that I do can be very stressful. So I need a break from that also. 
and being able to appreciate the difference in my life makes me so happy. It makes me happy to be at work. It makes me happy to be at home. It makes me love my life. So this is such a huge secret for working moms to believe. If you appreciate being able to use your brain in different ways and using your skill in different ways, you are going to be so happy. Everywhere you go, you're going to be happy. And I'm going to tell you, if you're like me, you're going to make people at work sick because people at work, they think I'm crazy. But I do. I love work. And then on the weekend, I love spending the time at home. I love both because both give me a break. Is this something that you feel also? Let me know how you feel about this point because I feel like it's such an important point and it can add so much joy to your day. The next belief that successful working moms believe is that self-care isn't selfish. They think it's a necessity. Do you agree with that? Successful working moms, they know that self-care is not optional. If you don't do it, bad, bad things are going to happen because you can't keep all your roles going and not take the time to take care of yourself. Something is going to give. And if you try, you're going to be resentful. Your physical health will probably suffer. Your relationships will suffer. Every part of your life is going to suffer if you don't take care of yourself. You'll be anything but balanced. I had a friend of mine who's a lawyer So she works really hard hours and she has five kids and she always goes on her run. I never see her miss a run. And as I had kids and I talked to her about it, she explained to me that if she didn't run, she would not be able to function. She needed these runs to clear her mind and take care of her body. She did not see it as something as optional. It was a necessity. And my friend, if you are going to navigate this complicated road with poise and calm, there is no question about it. You are going to need some serious self-care. You need to eat healthy. You need to move. You need to have quiet time. You need to be with your spouse, your friends. There is no getting around this. And if you feel guilty doing this, Just know that it's a necessity. It is totally not optional, so you may as well lose the guilt and just figure out what self-care you're going to do because you have to. There's no choice. And you know that I never want you to just listen to an episode. I also want you to apply it. So I created a really fun printable for you for self-care. It's a coloring page, and I'm going to tell you more about it later at the end of this episode. But you know that you just can't do all your roles without self-care. You know it. If you've listened to any episode on this podcast, you know that it is a total necessity. So go ahead and embrace it. All right. So the next attitude of successful working moms is they know that they have to lose the cape. There is no superwoman because done is so much better than perfect, right? The most happy and content working moms I know They don't worry about perfection. This one is really, really hard because we all want to do things right. And every year, I feel like the pressures are growing and growing. And I wish it would finally just stop already. But I feel more pressured and I know everyone else does. And you know it's because of social media. 
even if you don't go on social media, it's affecting us. But the most successful working moms, they let go of perfection. They're kind to themselves if they make a mistake or they forget something. They don't worry about the house looking perfectly clean or dinner being five stars. They do their best and they feel like that is good enough. A few months ago, I sent a newsletter about Thanksgiving because my kids decided the day before Thanksgiving that they were going to make a fort in the living room. And to make matters worse, they were going to bring everything they owned into these forts. So all their clothes, all their books. And on Thanksgiving, there was no way that I could get everything cleaned up. There was no way in the world that I was going to make food and clean everything and still like be sane for when everybody came over. So for once in my life, I just let it go. And people came over and the house was a mess. And I just focused on loving everybody who came through my door and just giving them as much love as I could. And you know what? I actually think this was one of the best Thanksgivings ever because people felt like I wanted them there. I wasn't stressed out about the fact that there was stuff all over the living room. And I let go of perfection. And it was so beautiful. So my cape got lost that Thanksgiving, but it was so much better. It was so good. Now, the next belief that successful working moms have is that it's good to delegate. And oh my gosh, my friend, this one is so hard, especially if you pride yourself on being efficient. Giving up control? Oh, <laughs> we don't want to admit that we can't do it all. And you know what? We can probably do it so much better and we know it. So this is an attitude that I'm actually working on right now because I hate delegating. And I know that if I did, I would be so much happier. And it's so funny because so many moms that I know are so great at delegating. And I wish I could be like that. And I know that I'm just a glutton for punishment. And I observe that the more that the people delegate, the more balanced and happy that they are. Don't you agree with that? Because the most Zen working moms I know, they rely on their husband, they rely on house cleaners, they buy prepared foods, <laughs> they don't do it all. They get so much help. So what I'm doing to make myself better at delegating is I'm easing into it. So I just shared on my Facebook group that Target now does drive up service. So you order your stuff and you drive up and they put it in your car. Isn't that amazing? But yet I still feel guilty. You're my friend, so I can tell you this. I feel guilty having somebody else gather all my groceries. It's not an easy job. And I actually like to do it. I like to go to Target and get the stuff that I need. That small step is hard for me, but I'm forcing myself to do it because I know I have to ease my way in. And to me, that is a form of delegation that I am delegating Target employees to grab my stuff off the shelves and I will drive up and I will pick it up. So if you also have a hard time with delegation like I do, find a way to get your toe wet. You know, ask your husband to do something easy. Do a grocery service pickup. 
just ease into it using creative ways because even the smallest thing that you can delegate will help. There's nothing too small that someone else can do for you. And I feel so funny even saying that because delegation is so hard for me, yet I know it's a belief that I have to work on because it's true. Even the smallest thing that somebody could do to help me will create so much more balance and ease in my life. So the last belief that I want to talk about is a real biggie, and that is something that really can affect your life, and that is to forget what other people think about you. And this is such a biggie, right? I am ending with a bang because worrying about fitting in is so normal. We all want to be liked and respected, but so often we live our lives for others. We do what everyone else does so we'll be accepted. And unfortunately, sometimes those things that everyone else is doing may not work for either you or your family. So let me give you an example. In my family, we generally don't do after-school activities because my kids go to a private school and frankly, their day is long enough. And most other families, it's the norm in the U.S., you know that. For all kids to be involved in some kind of sports or extracurricular activities, but this seriously does not work for us. Sometimes I like to think about how awful my life would be if we did this. If we did what everyone else did and my kids were involved with all these activities, it would be awful because my kids would be exhausted. I would be so tired and cranky, I would barely be able to move. It would be awful for our family. And I remember talking with a working mom who was very concerned that her son wasn't signed up for an activity. Everyone else she knew had their boy in sports. And she felt so funny that her kid wasn't in a sport. And I remember she came up to me and she had a look of desperation in her eye. And she said to me, I'll never forget how she phrased it. She said, Tell me your kids aren't signed up for anything. Because I think people know about me by now that I don't always do what other people do. So right away, I reassured her and I told her, don't worry, my kids aren't signed up for anything. But I remember how she phrased it because she just wanted somebody else to be like her. That someone else didn't care about what other people were doing. And it was so hard for her to be a little different. And I felt so badly for her panic, and I still remember it years later, because it is hard to be different. It is hard to do what works for your family if it's different from what everyone else is doing. So I have a tip for you. I'm not going to leave you just feeling like something is so hard and there's nothing you can do, because often I do things that are different than other people. And here's what I do. Compare myself to myself. In our Facebook group, I posted this quote, the only person I need to compare myself to is my yesterday self by Allison Sue. And once I had this thought, this changed everything for me because it made me feel proud of myself. Instead of making me feel different and just a little odd, it made me feel proud. I would think of myself and how my life would be with an after-school activity to how it is now, and I would feel so good about myself 
And it would help me not care about what other people think, right? Like, what does it matter? Look at how good my life is now that my kids aren't running around after school and I'm not running around after them. So comparing yourself to yourself really helps you stop thinking about what others will think. And you know what? It'll help you build some self-confidence too. So I hope these beliefs will help you in your journey on being a balanced working mom. Let's review these beliefs. Number one, it's good for your kids if you work. Number two, your different roles give you a break. Number three, self-care is not selfish. You know that, my friend. It is a total necessity. Number four is to lose your cape. Done is better than perfect. Number five is that it's good to delegate. And number six, forget what other people think. It doesn't matter. Focus on your needs and your family. And I promised you that I had a fun printable for you. And if you want a fun reminder of self-care, I have a cute way of reminding you to do it. So I created a free printable coloring page. And I know you're busy, so I actually made it a bookmark instead of a full page so you have less work to do. And the printable has a quote reminding you that self-care isn't selfish. It's a necessity. So now every time you sit down to read, and I hope you will spend time sitting down to read, you are going to remember that self-care really is not optional. You'll see a link in the show notes to access the free printable. And I just wish you so much success with everything in your life as a working mom. And know that your attitude is everything. So if your attitude is working for you, life is just going to be so much more enjoyable. It'll have flow. You'll feel more peaceful. All the good things. But most importantly, it's just going to feel happier. And that's what I want for you. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you could share it with a friend. Take a screenshot on your phone or just tell your friend to type Balanced Working Moms into the podcast app because we need to keep getting these messages out. And I can't do it alone because you know after listening to at least this podcast and probably more, there is a lot we can do to be more balanced. And I look forward to helping other people on the journey. And thank you so much for listening and for being part of this journey. Catch you next time. And I hope you will spend time sitting time. <laughs> 